Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one Hobbit-filled minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And with us today, we have our first guest. Hi. Uh, Scott Corelli, my friend Scott Hello. Corelli. Um, and today he... we're going to... Oh. <laughs> where are you from, Scott? <laughs> uh, back to the Future Minute and all of the other things at Dueling Genre. Dot com. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your terrible boss who doesn't pay you. You're not my terrible boss. You're my benevolent boss who doesn't pay me. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Does that, does, that, does that make him more of an overlord and less of a boss? He's a benevolent overlord. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've had worse bosses. <laughs> Instead of a dark lord, you would have Scott. <laughs> a queen? No. Beautiful. <laughs> what minute are we talking about? We're, we're talking about minute 21, which start with fireworks above the party tree and end with Bilbo telling some Hobbit children uh, that trolls were going to, to cook, cook us. them. To cook us. Yeah. So can I just say, I um, I hate fireworks. Like... <laughs> In life, like, I, I hate fireworks because I just – I hate that – like, to me, fireworks just represent literally burning your money. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and when it's like when – it's, when it's like a, like a city thing, it's like, oh, you're just like burning taxpayer money that you could yeah, be spending on, like you know, better schools, <laughs> like – and, yeah. and I mean, fireworks aren't cheap. They're, you're talking like tens of thousands of dollars. Um, yeah. That being said, I'm really into Gandalf's <laughs> because, like, I don't know, they're worth it, and and they're like mostly magic, so they're probably not expensive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. How long do you think it took him to make all those? He has like a cart. I don't know. Full of fireworks. I don't know if he makes them or if he gets them from no, somewhere and magically to. enhances them. No, he's got to make them. Sam's Sam's memorial song later will be for not if he doesn't make them. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I think he's he makes them. Yeah, he's a wizard. I think, I think he's think just got like discussed. just a just a long weekend in his in his Gandalf lab, you know. <laughs> just like homegrown fireworks. Yeah, he's just got you know he's got his pipe in his mouth and he's just like kind of like wandering <laughs> with around. <laughs> You know, just like putting yeah, a little bit of this in here, I'll stuff that in there. Yeah, that one's good. Okay, let's do another one. Just, just doing that all, uh, all. I imagine it not unlike the cooking scene in Goodfellas when they're in jail. Oh my god! <laughs> they're like cooking in prison with like the cutting the 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 garlic with the razor blades. That's how yeah. I imagine. That's how I imagine Gandalf making these fireworks. Oh man. <laughs> I'm just picturing him covered in soot, pipe in mouth, going, smoke everywhere. I, I question smoking while playing with explosives, but... You know, so would I, but... It works you know. for the French guy in Atlantis. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, Gandalf, I mean, I think... I think I would imagine there's there's some sort of difference between whatever he's... The, the stuff that he smokes and... Uh, magic fireworks. I don't know. Yeah, but they're all yeah. lit by fire. I guess so. Well, maybe they're not explosive until he casts some spell over them. Maybe. He just has to pack them with the right stuff to make the right colors. 
Yeah, except for, well, except that, you know, except for uh, in the next minute, what happens, so. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, this scene has many, many hobbits all dancing around, and Sean Astin has a particular complaint <laughs> about all of this dancing, in that they took a week of dance lessons, all four of them, and then it's not in the movie, except for that little bit of him jumping into the circle with Rosie. That's so funny. <laughs> Not even in the extended edition. Wow. <laughs> I know. I guess, like, a lot of the cuts, they're just like, meh. It's too formal. Just dance. Just dance. We don't need this. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need this. I'm a, I, so, the Hobbits, uh, I think I remember I remember you guys mentioning that the, the Hobbit culture was based uh a lot on scott on scotland right um, um like rural england rural yeah, england middle england okay cuz okay, i get i there's a this party has a really like kind of celtic sort of vibe so i got i got irish big time right. from this um they feel like some sort of combination of like irish and scottish stuff like yeah. just culture, just sort of like mixed up in a bag, and um, the the production guys in the commentary actually talk about that. Like he, um, they talk about uh, the like because you know in every like medieval or period piece you have like the happy peasants that are just dancing and drinking beer and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's become kind of a cliche, I think, and. So they, but that's Hobbit culture. So they had to like kind of walk that fine line between reinventing it and falling into cliche, mm-hmm. uh, which is I think where the the Celtic influences come from, and that also might be the music they used too. Yeah, yeah. which was played live on set by a local band. Yeah, a local band uh, composed the music, and Howard Shore wasn't involved yet, and he they liked it so much that they just kept the the local band's composition in the movie. Oh yeah, so that it okay, has a so, different so the, feel. The music isn't isn't live; it just was live on set. Like the music yeah, we're yeah. hearing yeah. is recorded in post, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's really cool because it makes their dancing like match Great. what the music is, yeah. which is really cool. I like yeah, uh, one of the production one of the production guys in the commentary mentions that that was really important to them to make sure that the rhythm of their dancing matched, matched the music the you heard yeah. on screen. Because otherwise it's just weird. Right. You're just wiggling and there's no music. <laughs> I really like – I think my favorite part of uh, of Hobbit culture, it, like, you know, Sam Samwise notwithstanding, I like that the Hobbits are totally cool with just dancing by themselves. Like, they, yeah. don't, they don't need <laughs> anyone to dance with. Um, and I, I really like that because, like, you know, you open on Frodo and Frodo is just doing that whatever that – that weird, that weird Russian hop up and down yeah. thing he's doing. Um, he's just he's just kind of getting down with, with himself. Suspenders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's totally cool with it. And so is uh, so is Sam's uh, unrequited love. Um, <laughs> she's like really cool with just like being by herself and and dancing. Um, it's really yeah. good. Uh, that cake. Can we talk about that cake? Because I have questions about the cake. You have questions about the cake. I do. Because I think it's absurdly large in that there are a lot of hobbits. So obviously you need a lot of cake. There like, are 144 hobbits. Right. So you need a lot of cake. That's <laughs> However, like a wedding. <laughs> yeah. However, I think that 
the way that they made the cake, it's like really thick to the point where you would have to cut each slice into like, I don't know, you don't like turn it over and cut it in half or something like that. Just have like a normal slice of cake. And then I wondered. No hobbits want a normal slice of cake. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, so then, so then if none of them want a normal slice of cake, then I don't, I almost think that that cake isn't big enough. It's just, it's weirdly, (laughs) it's weirdly shaped. It looks like they right, – Because it's like one tier and then – and it's like a foot tall and then a little tiny like two-inch round on top of yeah. it. Right. Yeah. It's really strange. And and I almost I almost wonder if the idea was like, oh, they made it – they made like a human cake and, and they're hobbits, so it's big. And it's like, well, but they're hobbits. Why would, Why are they making human-sized cakes? <laughs> why wouldn't they just make hobbit-sized cakes? I have a lot of Those questions. Those are the same thing, Scott. <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, okay. <laughs> Those are Fair the same enough. size. It looks really heavy. It does look really it heavy. Does. Uh, I mean, you have to think about their oven capacity, I guess. Heavy. Right. Yeah. How big is that? How, how big, big is, is that oven? oven? How big is that oven? Do you, well, big. big enough to cook a hobbit. I don't know. Uh, that's messed up. It doesn't look like very good cake. I'll say that. Well, it is plastic. It's made of polystyrene. <laughs> okay, well, that would be that would be a good reason why. Um, also, also why it's so heavy. <laughs> a couple little things about this first minute too, uh, because we're talking about the cake, is that uh, Dominic Monaghan is one of the two hobbits carrying it. Yeah. Oh. There's there's like three, right? There's two or three. There's either two or three. Yeah. He's he's one of the hobbits carrying it. And uh, Billy he's, Boyd he's is not... in the band. But he's not playing his character. I think he is. I think he is supposed to still be yeah, his character. He's, he's in char- like he's in the costume. Yeah. And then you see Pippin playing one of the instruments in the band briefly, and then they're just like, Oh man, we're gonna steal some fireworks. Yeah. In the next minute. Okay, so they're in so Mary and Pippin are like like they're just they're just like going through this whole like mission impossible scheme. So they're like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of them's in the band. One of them's bringing in the cake. They're going to eye each other and meet up and then go over to the cart. <laughs> I want to see the movie from that perspective. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's just Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, but with Mary and Pippin. Yeah. They just like give each other like a really dramatic nod and then like, yeah. I want it recut move. with the Mission Impossible theme. <laughs> yeah. So I'm... So I know it's not Mission Impossible, it's but it's still like a spy thing. I'm just picturing like that that through the gun barrel opening of James Bond, oh but instead God. it's the ring. And <laughs> <laughs> instead of the little barrel lines, it's like the right the elfish li- writing. Right. <laughs> you're just looking through the ring at Mary and Pippin walking across the screen. Oh my god. Oh man. Holding fireworks. Right. Yeah. Well, like, they turn towards the screen and a firework goes off, and then there's, like, an explosion instead of, like, the guy bleeding. (laughs) Uh, Go through the whole thing. Yeah. There's a dragon firework just flies toward the screen. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be be great. Where's that fan film? (laughs) So so what is – what is the normal lifespan for a hobbit? Because I know – we know Bilbo's 111, but that's because of the ring. So what is the normal lifespan span for a hobbit? I think it's a I think it's little... around 100. 
I think. But then why would they... But Bilbo's considered getting older. But he's not the oldest. Why would they be on his butt about living so long if the Hobbit lifespan's like 150? I don't think it's like 150. But I I think that the average Hobbit must live around 100 years. So Bilbo's 111 and it's just like, dude, come on. When are you going to (laughs) die? Yeah. (laughs) But Die already. But Frodo... Doesn't, but you're it, not considered a full adult in Hobbit culture until, until you're, you're like, like 50. 50? Yeah. Mm. That's weird. Half your life goes by and you're not even an adult. But but Hobbits, I guess, don't age at the same rate as people. Like so they age kind of to an adult and stay kind of teenagery. That's a weird teenagery. word. Teenagery. Like well beyond their 50s. And then they just kind of get old all at once. Then it just kind of hits them like a semi truck. Like, yeah. bam, you're old. Yeah. That's you're sucks. old now. Interesting. That's lame. I think that's that. That's kind of the way it's implied to work, at least from like the characters you meet and like who you talk to. Because well, even well, the gaffer doesn't look like old. Yeah, yeah, but he's. But he's supposed to be like ninety. Hobbits must live to one hundred and fifty. Maybe. They're like dwarves. Dwarves have an extended lifespan. I think dwarves live a couple hundred years. The shorter you are, the longer. longer you live. Right, because there's there's it, less. It, with less the exception keep... of elves. Because they just live forever. Yeah, no matter what. Because the Tolkien elves are tall and graceful. Right. They're big. That would make sense then, because because maybe like people aren't giving him crap because he's 111. It's that he's 111. He's still bouncing around like he's really young. Yeah, I think so. I think it's because he looks like he's maybe 70. Right. Gandalf says he you have an age today. Yeah. Right. Even though he totally has without that tape on his face. Whatever. Yeah, well, he he's he's seen them since the adventures with the hobbits, though, because he knows Frodo, yeah. so he must have. Yeah, he at least was around when Bilbo first adopted Frodo. Yeah, right. So I think it's been maybe like twenty years, fifteen years. I think it's been years yeah. since. Gandalf. Not like decades. Yeah. Why is why is Gandalf choosing this time to come? Like one hundred eleven. 111 is considered a special birthday for hobbits if they make it that far. Oh, okay. 111 is a big deal. Oh, okay. All right. It's like you're like, I don't know. What's the big deal for human birthdays? Uh, 21. 21. What's the, well, what's the, what's the age um, that uh, Jewish people have like a second like bar or bat mitzvah? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. I think it's. I think they're considered like. I think this. This is weird, but I think it's their their first life ends at sixty. I think, and so then when they're seventy three, they have another. Oh, interesting. Bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah or whatever. Huh. I think <laughs> if I if I remember that correctly, I mean I'm not Jewish, so I could be getting that detail wrong, but yeah. I know that they do have another uh, bar mitzvah like way late in life when they're elderly. That's cool. Yeah. So maybe it's like kind of based on that idea. Have a last party. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. A last party. That's so <laughs> morbid. Yeah. Um, so I don't do a lot of like role playing games and stuff like that. I know you guys do. But oh boy. Yeah. So I have, a, <laughs> I have a question. So hobbits are halflings. Yeah. In the, in the universe of Lord of the Rings – I I think I remember them referred to as halflings at once or twice in the in mm-hmm. the movies. Yeah, I, I believe Gimli refers to them as the halflings a couple of times. Uh, and, okay. and Boromir. Sar Saruman says the halflings. The halflings leaf. Yeah. 
Okay, so so then if they are halflings and they're also hob- hobbits, are halflings like an overarching species and then hobbits are like a like a genre of halflings and there are other kinds of halflings? Or is halflings just another name for hobbits? I believe halflings is just another name for hobbits. I think it's like kind of derogatory. Ha- yeah, I think halfling is supposed to be kind of derogatory in okay. a way. Because it's like humans are like, oh, you're half a man. Uh, right. Okay. Which makes no sense coming from Gimli because he's no better. Right. He's yeah. like a foot taller than them. But still taller than them. <laughs> I guess. That and he's sense. all man. That's right. <laughs> he's like twice the man of a normal man. Because That's he's why he's so dense. Yes. <laughs> I love dwarves almost as much as I love hobbits. Yeah. <laughs> Dwarves are sort of like that cake that they're eating. Um. Dense and short? Yeah. <laughs> it's human size, but it's not. Right. It's, like it's kind human of size, big, but it's like but smashed it's into a dense... Yeah, yeah. like a patty. Right. <laughs> Burger cake. Ew. Oh my god. Can you That's Im- just meatloaf. Can you imagine if that giant cake was just meatloaf? That's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds delicious. No, ew, gross. That's disgusting. I'm 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 pro meatloaf as well. Ah, oh, no. Yeah. It just has to be with tomato sauce, not with ketchup. If it's with ketchup, you're disgusting. <laughs> Is that a Midwest thing? That's I've never heard that before. What? What ketchup? Sauce? No, tomato sauce with meatloaf. Oh, no, that's that's the way that it should be. Ketchup is... Oh, I see. Ketchup. If you eat ketchup, you're an animal. That's what you say. <laughs> Come on. Ketchup's delicious. Ketchup it makes goes on a burger, not on a not meatloaf. Come on. Meatloaf is a giant burger. <laughs> no, it's not. That's You're making it wrong if that's what you're doing. <laughs> There's more to meatloaf than meat. It's yeah. a loaf of meat. There's a bread element. <laughs> There is a bread element. He's he is correct. Uh, Do we have any other notes? Uh, yeah. Uh, for the party scene, Peter Jackson was operating one of the cameras, which he said oh, yeah. he doesn't get to do very often, and he wishes he could do more. That's cool. I like that he got nitty gritty and was like, give me that, and just kind of filmed Yeah, filmed They had three cameras going through the whole party scene. Mm. Um, and we have some nepotism in some of the extras, like Peter Jackson's cousin... And Fran's Fran uncle. uncle uh, shakes Ian Olm's hand. Yeah. Um, but I think that's Yeah, that's, 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 that's most of this minute. I do. I really like these kids' faces. Well, two of them are Peter Jackson's kids. Well, I so. like their faces. <laughs> Especially the, uh, the little girl. Yeah, yeah, that's their son and daughter. They're just like, whoa. <laughs> they love this story. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's minute twenty-one. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Oh, I do. I want to compliment Frodo on his shove timing. Yes, he's the best wingman. Yeah, that, I mean, really, that's the best wingman move I've ever seen. It's like I'm gonna get a beer. Nah, dance, shove, <laughs> shove, and she catches him. Like that's. <laughs> I mean, it, I, 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 I would a plan almost between the two of them. Yeah, they right. practice. I know. I think that there's some sort of conspiracy here. Rosie's like, hey, Frodo, your friend is really cute. And Frodo's like, oh, well, that's cool because he thinks you're really cute. And she's like, sweet. So uh, why doesn't he talk to me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So why is he a nerd? 
Meanwhile, uh, Frodo, like like Bilbo before him, uh, is uh, uh, not into anyone. He is. He's, he seems to be very. Because uh, Bilbo, like, we'll see that joke later on, but Bilbo is obviously a permanent bachelor. <laughs> yes. Um, but Frodo seems to be more in line with that. Uh, he seems more interested in other things. I think, well, because Frodo just turns 50, so that's, like, his coming of age. So I think maybe up till this point, he's just not interested in adulting. Mm. Yeah. He's just now an adult. Yeah. You know how, like, Boys up till a certain point are like, ew, cooties. Maybe yeah. that's him. Maybe if ho- maybe hobbits have cooties until they're fifty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long time. Fifty years of cooties. <laughs> yes. Someone should get that checked. <laughs> oh my god! All right. <laughs> fifty years of cooties sounds like a a metal band co- album. <laughs> I don't know what kind of metal you're listening to. Baby metal. <laughs> Baby metal. It sounds like a, no. It Aww. sounds like a, it sounds like a punk band's like retrospective, like <laughs> fifty years of the cooties. Just a punk band called the, the cooties. cooties, right? Yeah. Oh my god, that's the band. That's the name of the band that's playing at Bilbo's birthday party. <laughs> the, cooties. the cooties. Oh, so. <laughs> Where can people find us? You can find us on <laughs> duelinggenre.com. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at contact at lordoftheringsminute.com. Find us on Twitter at, at LOTR Minute. Tumblr, lotrminute.tumblr.com. We're on Facebook and iTunes. Please leave us a five-star iTunes review if you feel so inclined and think that we're awesome. We think you're awesome, too. Uh, you can find Scott and Cassandra as well on The Doctor's Companion, where they talk about Classic Who and New Who. With Nick. With Nick, uh, who will be guesting later on. Yeah, in a few weeks. Uh, they also are writers and producers for Geek by Night, a wonderful audio drama that I believe is Scott's baby. It is very much Scott's baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I babysit the baby. You babysit the baby. <laughs> you help the baby along. Yeah, I burp Anytime the Anytime I'm like, this baby's giving me trouble, watch this, Cassandra. <laughs> She's like, I only get it when there's problems. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> my problem, child. Uh, if you would like to support us and the work that we do, <laughs> and the baby, you the can baby. donate to us on Patreon, uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. There's also a one-time donation button. Uh, and hopefully soon we'll have our own merchandise for Lord of the Rings Minute. And there's merchandise for these other podcasts. You should buy some. It's cool stuff. And Back to the Future Minute. And Back to the Future Minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. I hope everyone has a great Monday. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Yes, thank yeah. you. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.